Previously on the Sun News Podcast. A spokesman for the heart attack grill has died of a heart attack. The spokesman for the buggered to death grill is now worried. The UK had bad snow. I saw an old woman go arse over tit. She didn't slip, she just took a bra off. I read of a woman in Brazil who tried to kill her husband by putting poison on her private parts and asking him for a sex act. Which is why, before I do anything like that, I have a servant taste it first. Mr. Stephen Allen's SomeNews.co.uk, the podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Some News podcast. Since last we spoke, my car has broken down not once, but twice. I now have the AA on speed dial. My call history looks like Gazza's. When you break down, it's a terrible call you have to make. It goes like this. Hello, emergency breakdown. How can I help? Hi. Yeah, I've uh, broken down on the A38. Wonder if you could send some help. So that's what you say, but it feels more like this. Emergency breakdown. How can I help? <laughs> My car won't go forwards anymore, and I don't like it. I, I want you to send a real man to help. <laughs> and that's why they call it a breakdown. Anyway, in this edition, we lose our AAA, we lose the Pope, and some of you lose your dignity. We'll find out more soon. Let's crack on. Mr. Stephen Allen's Some News Podcast. The main news. First, the bad news. The UK has lost its AAA credit rating for the first time ever. The bad news is the UK has lost its AAA credit rating. The good news is George Osborne now looks like a total c- Yes, our credit rating is now so bad, the only place that will lend us money is Wonga.com. When the news of our downgrade hit the markets, the pound dropped to its lowest in two and a half years. Now that means imports will be a lot more expensive. Pretty soon, it will only be rich people who can afford to import horse meat from Romania. Mm. Oh, oh, Miles, this steak is divine. Is, is it horse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had it brought in especially from Romania. Well, it's delicious. Oh, and what's that seasoning? It's the horse tranquilizer butte. I don't know why people have been so upset that the horse meat might contain the horse tranquilizer butte. It's been saving me a fortune on my ketamine bills. And I know it's not popular to say you don't mind the horse thing, that you actually quite like it. The last guy in the UK who said he wanted a horse got buried under a car park in Leicester, so I'm keeping it under my hat. Anyway, back to the main story. It's a credit agency that has given us the downgrade. They think we are no longer AAA, but we are AA1. And you think, well, that doesn't sound too bad. Till you realise the credit agencies thought those toxic subprime mortgages in America were AAA-rated debts. If that's AAA, we must be a steaming pile of but getting downgraded. Does it really matter? There are two schools of thought on this. Someone who thinks it does matter was Chancellor George Osborne, who said in 2010 that safeguarding the rating was his first benchmark and a measure of success. And someone who thinks losing the rating isn't a big deal, Chancellor George Osborne, who said, just as soon as we got downgraded, that it's just one of many ways to measure success. So two very different groups there. Uh, But don't worry, just because the plan to keep our credit rating has failed, it doesn't mean we'll abandon the plan. The government wants to continue with the austerity measures. As George Osborne once said, there is no alternative to Plan A. Seems odd to call it Plan A then, really. Why put the letter there? It just seems a bit defeatist. That's like proposing to your sweetheart by getting down on one knee and saying, Darling, will you be my first wife? Financial woes continue across Europe and unemployment is on the up, as we find out next. The SomeNews.co.uk podcast. Pope Benedict has vowed obedience to his successor on his final day in office. Yes, the Pope has resigned. I didn't even know 
it was a job you could resign from. I thought with that job, you had to stay there till you died, like Eastbourne. A few weeks back, one Monday morning, out of nowhere, we got the news that the Pope wanted to resign. He said he didn't have the strength to go on doing the job. Dude, it was a Monday morning. We all felt like that. And what did he mean by didn't have the strength? Did you see what the job entailed when Pope John Paul II was doing it? It was mainly slumping in a chair and barely mumbling in Latin. If you can't manage that, get some Barocca down your neck. Benedict XVI became Pope on April 19th, 2005. I remember it well, because that meant that Pope John Paul died at the start of April. And I was so sure he was going to jump out of that coffin and shout, April Fool! <laughs> but he didn't. Pope Benny has stepped down, saying that his time has had difficult moments, at times when he felt that God seemed to be sleeping. That's odd. The Pope gives a speech and blames God. Yet when rappers give speeches, they thank God. It seems wrong way around. Some think the difficulties he mentioned include the child abuse scandals. In that case, it's a strange time to quit. The church is no longer the most famous child abuser, thanks to the efforts of Jimmy Savile. Uh, his last day passed without event, and if it was anything like my last day in jobs, he must have left the Vatican with loads of Nick's stationery up those robes. Uh, thousands turned up to see him leave in a helicopter. That's the thing, he's got a helicopter, he has a mobile named after him. He's up there with Batman. The question is, what will the Pope get up to in his retirement? One foot in a grave. Now that I have retired, I have to look after these puppies. Four, two, nine, one. Oh, I was talking into a puppy. I don't believe it. And I believe that when I eat a little wafer, I'm actually eating the body of someone who died two millennia ago. So I'll believe anything. The somenews.co.uk podcast. I wanted to talk in this podcast about Pistorius, but it's a tricky one to try and cover. I don't want to end up just doing the obvious crass puns that everyone's been doing about this story on text and Twitter, but I'll say this. Legally, he doesn't have a very easy case to defend. I think I misunderstood that text when I got it, to be honest. Uh, look, the case is too tragic. There's been a loss of life, so I, I can't talk about it, and I don't really know what happened, so I can't talk about it for that reason. I mean, the defence says Pistorius thought it was a burglar, a blonde, skinny, stunningly attractive burglar, like, like so many of them are, so I don't know if that sounds likely, but the prosecution says it was premeditated murder. I've never murdered someone, so I don't know, but why would you do it in the toilet? How upset would you have to be that they never changed the empty loo roll? So I don't know if that sounds likely either. Basically, I don't know, so I won't talk about the actual case. But I do want to talk about the bail hearing. It, I tuned in to watch it live, thinking it was going to be five minutes long. Magistrate Desmond Nair began announcing his decision at about 2.30pm. Didn't finish for nearly two hours. Two hours, that's the length of a film. In fact, it would have been better if he presented the info in that way. Coming this fall, Meg Ryan is Reva Steenkamp. Tom Hanks is Oscar Pistorius in You've Got Bail. You can tell he knew the world was listening in because he kept talking. At one point, I could have sworn I saw someone from the Guinness Book of Records stood in the background with a stopwatch. At the end of the two hours, we finally got this. And bear in mind, I have not edited this at all. None of the factors that need to be established have been established. I come to the conclusion that the 
The accused has made a case to be released on bail. Yes! <laughs> Left some massive gaps in there. He wanted it to go like this. I come to the conclusion that... The accused has made a case to be released on bail. Yes! At least he didn't send it to deadlock. It's probably a bad phrase, really. Uh, but, yep, he got bail even though no one thought he'd get it. And that's, that's the good thing for the differently abled community. Now they have their own OJ. The case will continue, but it doesn't look good for Oscar if he is found guilty, because listening to that clip, the judges over there clearly like long sentences. The SomeNews.co.uk podcast. A new study says that pessimists live longer. Well, that's just great. Knowing my luck, I'll probably start becoming optimistic soon. But being pessimistic is probably the right answer. As a lecturer from the Netherlands found out, he's been banned by a Dutch university after he accidentally broadcast a porn movie across campus. Unless he was teaching a course in how to fix the air conditioning, he really had no reason to be showing it. The visiting professor forgot to unplug his laptop from the projector, unaware that the cameras record the lectures and they were still on. So, a student later on logged on to see the streaming TV service and saw this blue movie being projected on the wall behind the academic. Oh, textbook error! And as much as if he was still using textbooks instead of a laptop, this wouldn't have happened. And what are you thinking? You can't hide porn in a textbook. Trust me, you can. Uh, the semi-retired professor was meant to have been teaching food chemistry, which explains what she was doing with that cucumber. Anyway, a university spokesman said that uh, that lecturer would not be teaching there again. And he said it is forbidden to watch such sites here. How embarrassing is that? I mean, it's no surprise to find out that people look at rude things on the Internet, but to project it on a wall so that everyone at work can see, oh, the awkward shame of it all. It makes you think, what's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you? I asked the question on Twitter and here are some of the answers. At Katie Louise Taylor, yesterday I was walking the dog and she shat in front of someone's house. And just as I was picking it up, the homeowner pulled up, got out of the car and proceeded to watch me pick up the dog shit before going in their house. And that's probably not even the most embarrassing moment. You live a charmed life. At Emma Willis 91, when my 17 month old son pulled my jogging bottoms down as I took a parcel from the postman, I was mortified. You know, like in the film, um, Look Who's Talking. I just imagine that the, the internal monologue in your kid's head as he pulled down your uh, jogging bottoms was, there you go, postman, shove it in that box. Hopefully your kid's not that harsh. At Havoc Man said, I heard at a party of someone having committed suicide. I was told they'd left a note. Someone asked what it said, and I suggested without thinking, no milk today. I wasn't lynched, but I should have been. You're a naughty man. You're a naughty man. Uh, at Goldilocks underscore 257, insisting to raffle security in Singapore that my diamond and pearl necklace was lost in their hotel, they searched high and low, watched back CCTV, searched bins. Finally, we unpacked our luggage, insisting it wasn't there, but hubby had packed it. I was so embarrassed. Just blame it on the bloke. Do that. At Julia Abbott T said, farting loudly in a physics class, age 16. I was the only girl in the class of 12 boys and a male teacher. So it must have been you, because men never fart. At Smoggy Womble said, My sister said rather loudly that I had pooed the bed as a child while we were stood outside the creme at my granddad's funeral. <sighs> but at least she included the words as a child, because that actually makes it a lot better. Uh, at Scott underscore ruminates, 
At uni, uh, I went to a baker's at lunchtime every day for a Swiss bun. I did this over a period of several months. Come Valentine's Day, a friend decided to send a card to one of the girls working there on my behalf, saying, Roses are red, violets are blue, there's no Swiss bun as sweet as you. It was obvious it was apparently from me. I was humiliated. I'm assuming that means she didn't say yes, otherwise you could have got yourself a, a lady who gets like staff price on buns. That is the ideal woman. At Lion Tornado said, Big fart in the car when I thought it was empty. Hashtag mother-in-law. Two birds, one gas grenade there. Uh, at Alison Sisley, most embarrassing thing for her was, I had to go out in public with my ex-husband when I married him. It's, it's Yes, he paid a high price. Uh, at Kathy B 1121 some years ago, I was having a pregnancy checkup, and I was having some trouble undoing a blouse when I joked, it's like cold it's getting in here. He said, yes, it is a bit cold. Shame, he thought I said I had cold tits. And he's a doctor, so he knows about these things. The sunnews.co.uk podcast. That's it for another episode. If you've enjoyed the podcast, subscribe on iTunes. The details are all on somenews.co.uk. Oh, and make sure you follow on Twitter at Mr. Stephen Allen. Till next time. Bye. The Some News Podcast. Get more at somenews.co.uk.